0: Well, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How is everyone doing today? Uh in this down a little bit. Uh well, good morning. So, um man, I tell you what, the uh the the subject matter in which I was going to uh talk about this morning has become very large. Um and so uh, but I do want to be clear and succinct. It's one of my rules. Uh and so um I want to Expound upon um, and discuss uh, something we've been talking about in our in my te- in our teaching series uh, here at Shift Church. Uh, we've been talking through the fruit of the Spirit uh, and talking about this life lived um, through experiencing uh, the filling of God's Holy Spirit. Uh, and so, um, man, I'm trying to think where to where to even start. Well. First of all, I do want to expound upon the idea, um, not really the idea, but the reality, honestly, the truth and the reality um, that uh, if you are in Christ, you are a new creation. If you are in Christ, the old has passed, the new has come. Uh, first, I'm sorry, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, um, the whole latter part of that chapter just talks so much about about that reality let's well, let's go, you know, let's go ahead and go ahead and read that passage 2nd um, corinthians 5 and uh, we're going to be in the latter part of it um let's read just read it so since we are those who stand in holy awe of the lord we make it our passion to persuade others to turn to him we know that our lives are transparent before the lord who knows us fully And I know, and I'm sorry, and I hope that we are also well known to your consciences. Again, we are not giving, we are not taking an opportunity to brag, but giving you information that will enable you to be proud of us and to answer those who esteem outward appearances while overlooking what is in the heart. If we are out of our minds in a blissful divine ecstasy, it is for God. But if we are in our right minds, it is your benefit for it is Christ's love that fuels our passions and motivates us because we are absolutely convinced that he has given his life for all of us this means all died with him so that those who live should no longer live self-absorbed lives but lives that are poured out for him the one who died for us and uh, died for us and now lives again so then from now on we have a new perspective that refuses to evaluate people merely by their outward appearances. For that's how we once viewed the anointed one, but we no longer do. Uh, we see him with limited human in- but but no longer do we see him with l- limited human insight. Now, if anyone is enfolded into Christ, in this is talking about in Christ, he has become an entirely new person. All that is related to the old order has vanished. Behold, everything is fresh and new, and God has made all things new and reconciled us to himself and given us the ministry of of reconciling others to God. In other words, it was through the anointed one that God was shepherding the world, not even keeping records of their transgressions. And he has entrusted to us the ministry of opening the door of reconciliation to God. We are ambassadors of the anointed one who carry the message of Christ to the world, as though God were tenderly pleading with them directly through our lips. So we tenderly plead with you on Christ's behalf. Turn back to God and be reconciled to Him. For God made the one, the only one who did not know sin to become sin for us, so that we who did not know righteousness might become the righteousness of righteousness of God through our union with him this is the essence of the gospel and i had, a, I had an awesome conversation actually with our church insurance guy yesterday so he's a, he's a brother in in jesus um and it was great just this wonderful conversation of identity and it's it's amazing to think about how much identity changes you um, I, I, I'm, I'm reminded of just conversations with people or, or times that I've, I've found, found out about someone who, who discovered that they were adopted and how much that conversation of, Hey, you're not our actual son or daughter, you actually were born from someone else. Biologically, you don't belong to us. But I mean, we relationally, we've we've raised you, we love you, you are you are our child. But biologically, you're not our kid. Can you imagine getting that that note that 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 phone call from from your parents, um, or finding out you have someone coming up to you and saying, "Hey, I'm your I'm your real dad, I'm your biological dad." Imagine that feeling. How much does that change everything? It changes the way that you experience and how you interpret the entirety of your life. You know, looking back on your life and saying, who am I? Asking that question, who am I? Who am I really? If, if I, I, I had one perspective of my life at one point, and then now on this, on this side of the conversation, it's now completely different. How do I interpret my life? How do I interpret every everything that I, I I am? Every every aspect of my my personality? And how do I interpret life going forward? How do I see the future ahead of me? Um, do I see it differently? Do I see it the same? Do I see it you know some understanding our new identity in Christ? If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. He's become a part of the new creation. And so we've been talking about in our, on our Sunday, Sunday, I'm sorry, not Sunday, Wednesday night gatherings. uh, We've been, we've been talking through identity. You know, we've been talking about that through the lens of the fruit of the spirit, who we are is in Christ. And if who we are is in Christ, then that is where we are planted. and, And that's where we grow up in that. We, we, our identity grows up in that place. We are in Christ we are the righteousness of Christ we are holy hagiadzo saints in of Jesus um, we are we're not just simply like little Christs like the Roman Empire used to call us and that's when we adopted that name Christian the identity for us in the church those who love Jesus and are called according to his purposes those who are filled with this Holy Spirit are called saints God's holy ones the ones who are as we just read in this passage, righteous. That when we come to faith in Jesus, when we join into the people, the kingdom of God, we become the righteousness of God by our place in Christ, by our, our identity in Christ, filled with his Holy Spirit, a temple of the Holy Spirit. Now, I love this description um, in this book uh, called Mystical Union uh, by John, John Crowder. Uh, check it out. Um, He talks about this guy, uh, I think his name is uh, Norman. Yeah, Norman Grubb uh, makes the case that humans have no nature at all. Uh, That is, we have no independent nature outside our dominating entity. Uh, We are simply containers that take on the attributes of our controlling deity. Either Christ lives in us or Satan. In every, in every case this is, this is Grubb, Grubb speaking. In every case, a temple is only the dwelling place of a deity and reveals his presence, not its own. We are either a temple that contains an idol god or one in which the living god dwells and walks. A temple has no nature but that of the god in it. Grubb contends that there are only two options here. We are temples owned and occupied by one of two forces. Before we believed, we were aware... That we were owned by sin Uh, but the problem was deeper than you were a sinner in living a lie by default you were sin itself taking it even further and you hit a truth that perhaps you could not quite stomach until now you were satan by demanding a false existence you were a de facto child of your father the devil but that was never your true authentic father your true identity even before adam's fall is found in the image of god uh it goes on to talk about the you know uh, and before talking about the old man um and our identity as as the new man you know the old man you know basically the translation that done uh in in the dictionary of of paul in his letter says the translation of old self and new self is too individualistic, since the idea certainly means the individual Christian. The old person is not just the sin nature, which was judged at the cross, and to which is added a new person. The old person is what believes it is what is what believers were in Adam. Quote, quote unquote that uh, the Bible talks about we were being we were in Adam. Uh, the old points to everything connected with the fall of humanity and with the subjection to the distress of death and uh, of a transitory life separated from God. And so to understand our identity in Christ as, as saints, as Holy ones, as righteous, as, um, as, as free. Um, we have to understand, um, the dynamic truth of identity of, of who, what it means to be in Christ, to be a new creation. Now, how does that change our life? Like finding out that we were adopted, we find, we take on ourselves this new identity going forward. And so how does that new identity change life from here on out? And so, because for, for, for so long, for so many, for so many of us, um, Salvation in, in in the church, becoming a, a believer, becoming a Christian, meant coming into this this way of life that was now dominated by a set of rules and regulations, of do's and don'ts, of trying to please God because Jesus died for us, and so you better live for him. And there's this, this now this, you know, do this or else. Uh, almost like this, like we talk about this Christian law of guilt and shame and and, uh, you know, abide by these rules and regulations. Um, But as we've been saying, the essence of the fruit of the Spirit is freedom. Is freedom. As he said, you know, we've been talking about uh, the fruit of the Spirit from Galatians 5. This is the beginning of it. Let me be clear. The anointed one has set us free, not partially, not, you know, a holy gift card where, you know, preloaded gift card that saves you from your past sins, but now you've got to reload it through your, through your good works and you're avoiding the bad things and stuff like that. Like, as if this is what keeps you, uh, in your know, short account with God, keeps you close to God. Um, he said, you are, you know, you are free. You know, the anointed one has set us free, not partially, but completely and wonderfully free. We must always cherish this truth and stubbornly refuse to go back into the bondage of our past. Stubbornly refuse to go back into the things of the, of the old way, the old the old man, as we talked about, the old you know, bodily self that was you know the temple of the nature, you know, the, of of this world, of Satan himself, of, of of an idol god. You know, we have been set free from sin. We have been set free from death. We have been set free from the bondage of slavery and set free from laws regulations rituals from the old way it says you know um, god has called us to live a life of freedom this is 13 in the holy spirit Uh, but again don't use don't view this wonderful freedom as an opportunity to set up base in of operations in the natural realm Freedom means that we become so completely free of self indulgence uh, that we become servants of one another, expressing love in all that we do. For love completes the laws of God. All of the law can be summarized in one grand statement Demonstrate love to your neighbor, even as you care for and love yourself. Um, and so, you know, it, it, what does the life of freedom produce? It produces, as it, this next section, the fruit of the Spirit. It produces this life that is governed by love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Um, but here, but here's the reality, going in, into, into verse 16. As you yield freely, as we yield freely and fully to this life, this dynamic life and power of the Holy Spirit, the, the new reality our new identity we will abandon the cravings of our old ways of this world of the natural realm of the body you know for our body the natural realm craves the things that offend the holy spirit and hinder him from living free within you and the holy spirit's intense cravings hinder your old self your yeah you know, that old the body the natural realm things around us the oppression from the from the evil one um they hinder our old self from dominating you but when you are brought into the the full freedom of the spirit of grace you will no longer be living under the 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 dominion of the law soaring above it you know it talks about the cravings of of the of the natural realm the, the cravings of the of the body and of, of the world around us are evident they're they're obvious you know sexual immorality lustful thoughts pornography chasing after things instead of god manipulating others hatred of those who get in your way senseless arguments resentment with others when others are favored resentment when others are favored uh sorry temper tantrums angry quarrels only thinking of yourself being in love with your own opinions being envious of the blessings of others murder hatred you know con- uncontrolled addictions wild parties and other similar behavior those who you know, use their freedom you know to you know for for these things will not are not, not the ones that are in, going to inherit the kingdom of god they're not even the ones that are even showing that they're transformed by the holy spirit that, or set free from from all these things these are these are the things you're set free from anger bitterness pornography lust all these things you've been set free from them not only the laws, the old the old ways, and the rules and rituals, uh, the rules and regulations of the old Mosaic law, the Old Testament. Um, but you have been set free from all these things. We've been set free from our old self. We've been set free from the world. We've been set free from the enemy. We've been set free from the world and its ways. That's why we're not supposed to love the world or, or the things of the world. But the fruit, you know, we are supposed to um, remember and understand. Remember, believer, remember brother or sister in Jesus. Remember, fellow saints, that you are in Christ. And if you are in Christ, you are a new creation. And this is the fruit that is produced by the Holy Spirit li- living within you In is divine love, is agape, steadfast devotion love. And I love how the, this, this translation, you know, uses action, words uh, to show how these things are fleshed out in action. So joy that overflows, uh, peace, shalom, that subdues, patience that endures, kindness in action, a life full of virtue, goodness, faith that prevails, faithfulness, allegiance to Christ, allegiance to one another, gentleness of heart and strength of spirit never set the law rules or regulations above these qualities for they are meant to be limitless keep in mind that those who belong to Jesus if you belong to Jesus the anointed one uh, that we who belong to Jesus the anointed one have already experienced crucifixion to all of the crap in in list a for everything connected with that old way the natural realm was put to death on the cross and crucified with Messiah. We must live in the Holy spirit and follow after him. So may we never be arrogant or look down on another for each of us is an, is an original. We must forsake all jealousy that diminishes the value of others. And this is this scripture passage. I want to end with this one. Uh, The power of this reality My only boast, my only boast in life is the crucifixion of our Lord Jesus, our Messiah. In him, I have been crucified to this natural realm. And the natural realm is dead to me and no longer dominates my life. Circumcision, talking about the law, rituals, it kind of sums it up with circumcision, doesn't mean a thing to me. The only thing that really matters is living by the transforming power of this wonderful new creation life. And all those who live in agreement with this standard will have true peace and God's delight for they are the Israel of God. They are the people of God, the beloved nation of God, the race of god this is the truth this is the true this is the joy of living a life understanding who you are in christ what is it have having true peace true shalom true flourishing a true and real and beautiful life and god's delight now does that mean that troubles won't come? Does that mean that you won't get a phone call one day that says, hey, you've got cancer? Does that mean that your life is going to be perfect and amazing and like completely worry free and, and everything going forward? Kind of like this picture of, oh, God's going to make everything better. Oh, God's going to make everything just bad, go, you know, bad go away. God's going to make sure that nothing bad ever happens to me now. He never says that. How do you respond to life around you in true peace? Living the reality of being in God's delight, of experiencing God's delight. We're going to talk a little bit more about this this evening uh, because of where we are in Christ. But who you are, the, the who you are and the whose you are, who you belong to, matters because it changes everything it changes everything that you perceive in your life it changes your filter it changes the way that you experience it it changes the way that you think and it changes the way that you feel. if you are in Christ you are a new creation and you are a part of the new creation you are a part of the kingdom of God filled with the spirit and we're going to talk about where you are tonight and why that changes everything. What does it mean to live your life? Whether you love your job, you hate your job, you have a great experience with your family, you don't have a great experience with your family, you are just you're living this life in this during this this period of life with with all the worries and the fears around COVID and racial unrest and 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 now coming to light more and more and more just the the reality of the social isolation that's been happening and the social distancing um, that people have been experiencing and now understanding the true numbers all around us of, of just devastation and emotional distress um, because of everything going on. How do you walk in true peace? Walking in the freedom of Christ, walking in and experiencing his presence day in, day out. So a a practical application for you to do today, I would encourage you to look at people. Look at people around you. Looking at You know, be, be a people watcher, you know, find a, a good place to go and, and be a people watcher and look at the people around you and, and simply ask God, God's heart for them and see God's heart for you in seeing other people around you. Um, seeing what are you, what have you been set free from? I mean, I wouldn't encourage you to, so, to scroll social media. I mean, I'm never going to encourage you to do that. <laughs> um, uh, but I would encourage you to look around you and, and look and, and observe life around you. Observe fear. It's so easy right now. It's on the surface. You can see fear everywhere. And live the opposite. Encourage your yourself. Encourage your mind. Encourage your heart through your spirit to say, I will not be afraid. I'm not going to live in fear. I'm not going to live in this kind of pushing people away this distrust of other people, but live in what is it in the true peace and God's delight. Live in that understanding that you, you know, what does it mean to, to live in God's delight to live in God's presence, elevate your spirit today in prayer into God's presence to experience God's delight. And you'll experience that true peace and I encourage you come, come tonight. Uh, so we're going to be gathering together. Um, and we're going to talk, be talking about who I'm sorry. We've talked about who you are, whose you are. And so tonight we're going to talk about where you are, your place, where you are. That man, that changes everything. That changes everything. Like just give a little snippet. If you are in christ little 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 hint there a little clue if you are in christ you are the new creation so where you are changes everything changes your understanding of who you are and whose you are so come tonight seven o'clock uh here at shift church uh we're looking forward to uh, to being there with with everyone with everyone together and uh, we'll see you there love you guys